Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Wednesday. What that means is you can go out there and celebrate whatever you want to celebrate with 25-cent martinis between 5 and 6 at Bounty on Broad. Tonight. I always love it when Wednesday rolls around. Yeah, it's got half-price bottles of wine, half-price glasses of wine. And here's the thing. Even without 25% martinis. Beautiful restaurant, old restored building. It's gluten free, which really just means that if there's someone on your in your group who avoids gluten for any reason, it's just cornmeal instead of instead of wheat milk. But it means it honestly makes it more delicious, and also they can order anything on the menu. Uh, twenty five percent, twenty five cent martinis between five and six. Go on upstairs. The bar is beautiful upstairs. Take a friend, get the pork belly confit. Write me and thank me later. It's Bounty on Broad, uh, right there on corner at broad avenue give him a call head on in today joined now by john martin jason and john every single day from 11 until 2 john we yesterday had a schism between it appeared it felt like on social media there was a schism between penny hardaway and one of your sponsors billy richmond and so i thought i'd begin by asking you, because I don't know if you've talked to Billy or whatever else here, but Billy, and I'm sure you're aware of this, went on the Tiger Basketball Facebook page and said Penny is full of S. He wondered aloud why his assistants all leave. He said he believes he's the greatest player who has ever played at the University of Memphis, but it ends there for him. And um, it was quite something to watch one icon – Penny Hardaway, being quite almost literally crapped on by another icon, the wing icon himself, the wing guru. Can you explain to me what in the world is happening? Well, I appreciate you starting uh, with such a uh, you know, <laughs> Easy topic. softball. I mean, that's <laughs> certainly, uh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Billy has a right to his opinion. Billy has a right to his opinion. Um and he has a, he has a reason for those feelings, and uh, you know I think he's expressed some of the reasons for those feelings, and uh, you know I think I think a lot of people in the Memphis area are pretty soft uh, when it comes to Penny. I do. Uh, I think a lot of people. Oh, if you criticize him, even this. Yeah, you're... yeah. I think you know a lot of people need to understand that um, that's part of the job. Um, part of the job when you're the New England Patriots coach it's part of the job when you're the New York Yankees coach it's part of manager it's part of the job when uh you're the Memphis basketball coach 
You're not above reproach. You're not above being questioned. You're not above being criticized. Hey, hey, it, it, play that drop. Play that drop from because I have a response to that. Stop disrespecting me, bro. <laughs> yeah. How about that? How about? I mean, look. I mean, that's but that's part of it. That's part of it. Everybody has a right to their opinion. If you want to make a case that Penny has done a really good well, job, well, that's the question. If you if over the last two years, a lot of those criticisms, it seems to me, have been put to rest because he's done a good job getting he's he continues to recruit at a high level yeah assistants leave but he gets high level assistants to replace them Mm -hmm. and he's now made the ncaa tournament two years in a row and i think you and i would both agree seems like he's on track to make the ncaa tournament with this team this year yes within that though there could be very valid criticisms though um obviously you know losing uh a should have had a much better seed uh you know, both years, right? Should have had a much better had had a much better uh, performance in the non-conference, starting slow every single year and having to make up so much ground at the end of the year, which he has done. But why put yourself in that position year in and year out? Why has there not been, you know, a, a growth in that way? And 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 yet again, it's like, are we going to be sort of in the middle of that again this year with that schedule? I'm a little worried that we are. And so, look, yes, he has he has gotten to the NCAA tournament two years in a row. He has won one game in those. He should have. He, he certainly had a chance to go to the Sweet 16 this past year. So I think Penny has done a good job, but he has absolutely left money on the table um, with his with his you know in his tenure. And so within that, I, I think it's this is true. I, I want to put the Billy thing aside for a minute because now you're debating, we're Penny writ large. If this were anyone but Penny Hardaway, there would be more. I wouldn't say people would be, like, out to get his job in the way that some honestly have been out to get Ryan Silverfield's job. Yeah. But I think it's 100% true that there would be more grumbling about Penny Hardaway if he were not Penny Hardaway. Yeah, I mean, uh, missing out on Curtis Givens uh, last week, you know, if that would have been any other coach uh, not named Penny Hardaway, I mean, I I don't think anybody (laughs) – I think we kind of mostly just sort of scoffed at it. We were like, oh, you know, he'll maybe come back later. You know, any other coach is going to get no, the, it, or we feel bad for Penny. We don't hold like when yeah, when exactly. even when Larry Finch was missing on local guys at the end, we crushed him. Yeah, of course that was the only way to get players. Then now there are lots yes. of other ways to get players. And look, so, look, I, I, I guess my point here is I don't feel bad for Penny Hardaway, dude. Like I, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and and cry for okay, Penny. But, okay, but then then like, because Billy Richmond criticized him on social I guess media. The question though that the people ask, it's not so much. If you were to criticize him, which most of us don't, honestly, on our radio shows much, right? That's that's just a debate about his record. Uh-huh. When it is someone who is really a significant figure in this community, Billy, and mm-hmm. who has a son who is being recruited by Memphis. Right, right, right. And it feels kind of personal. Like, it wasn't yeah. just like, hey, is Penny's record above reproach? No, yeah. it's not above reproach. Well, let me, that's let, an objective debate. Yeah. This felt more raw, personal, and there was the whole back, and it's connected to his son and whatnot. Yeah. Like, look, I I don't think there's uh, any need to, to to sort of you know mince words here. It is personal. I mean, it's it, of course it's personal. How can it not be personal? We're talking about guys that go back, sons getting recruited. I mean, of course it's personal, but that doesn't mean that Billy can't voice his opinion. Right. Oh no, clearly you know? he can. And 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 you know, look, was it a little raw? Was it a little uncut? Of course. 
But as Billy pointed out, that's why he had his interview privileges taken away when he was at <laughs> Memphis, you know, because he, he, you know, sort of was outspoken, you know, and, and, and wasn't always interested in sort of saying the politically correct thing. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just think anybody should be allowed to voice their opinion, you know, and, and, and I think what, I'll tell you what I don't respect. What I don't respect uh-huh. is, the, is the former players who kiss ass just because they played at the university. That's what I don't respect. I don't respect people going along to get along. Um, just because they feel like they have to do that, you know, they don't. They're not willing to call out things, you know, when when they when they're bad because they have some sort of you know a lo- loyalty to the school. You know, I respect more the, the the former athletes who know. And in this case, you know, it's fine, right? Penny's doing a good job. But I'm just saying, from a general standpoint, you know, like don't piss in my face, tell me it's raining. You know, I I I, I want the unvarnished truth. How do you really feel? Because I know there are a lot of times. Guys with voice opinions that I just know are are just crap. They like you don't feel that way. You're just you're just sort of putting on a good face. You know you know it's not. Uh, you know like I feel like there were players during the Tubby era that would try to like make excuses for Tubby and stuff and, and I, not and not even believe it. Yeah, like exactly. I don't I don't that's what I don't respect. I'd rather you be you know because I know that's Billy's opinion. Like he ain't there ain't nothing for him to gain out of saying Penny's full of ish. You know I mean that's his real <laughs> opinion. So. Uh, you know, I, look, whether or not you agree or disagree, uh, I, I appreciate that he's willing to say how he feels truly. Uh, and I think it's all fine. It's not like it's in the world. Does it doom no. Memphis's recruitment no. of his son? No. Trey, I like to call him. Trey is what everybody likes to call him. Yeah. No. Does not doom his equipment. Because you would think if a – you wouldn't want your son to play for a coach who's full of S. Uh, yeah. But his mom and dad are not together, right? That is correct. And his mom is also has an influence in this proceeding. That is correct. And, of course, he's his own kid. That is Trey correct. Trey is his own kid, too. I mean, you're nailing it. <laughs> you are. You're nailing it. He's his own kid. Yeah, and look. I, I, okay, let me ask you this. Uh, we do things our parents don't, don't agree with all the time. That is true, by the way. All the time. You know you know what? When my son went decided he was going to apply to Duke, you know, and I said to him, son, I'd rather you not. Uh, that's true. It wasn't because I hate Coach K like Jeffrey. Right. It's because you're a Carolina guy. It's because I'm a Carolina Everybody guy. I know that. No, it's just not. I, 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 I wasn't. Uh, but you know what he did anyway? He did it, man. He looked me straight in the eye. He came he down it. one morning. He said, Dad, I've decided I really want to go to Duke. Exactly. And so what are you going to, I mean, in the and end. He, and it, do you think I even cut him off? Yeah. No, I didn't cut him off. Think I pay the tuition? Yes, I pay the tuition. Yeah. Exactly. So you're right. People do things that. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I, 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 again, I respect everybody involved. I think Penny's doing a good job, but I think there are things within the sort of the way that they've been done that are certainly up for criticism. And I think people, I really do believe this, like people need to get over Penny Hardaway being criticized locally. Like you have to. You're get allowed over. to. You're allowed to criticize a coach. Yeah, like I have an opinion about a coach. I love Penny. I know. I love what he represents and what he's done for Memphis. That does not preclude me from ever criticizing a decision, a, a take. Um, you know this Mikey Williams disaster. You know it, it, it does not. It does not. Oh well, let's let's go there then. While you're on a roll. Yeah. You would call it a disaster. Yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing. Yesterday, is of course, we learned unnecessary. Is yesterday what I would say. we learned that the Mikey Williams trial will proceed. Yes. Um, do you expect any change in his status? The University of Memphis had released a statement saying 
he was enrolled in the university, but he would not be participating in anything until this legal matter basically is resolved. Yeah. Is it going to stay like that? Or now that we know the, tr- the trial is going to go on, are they just going to say, Mikey, we're going we're gonna to sever the relationship now. Yeah. And you'd go do you. And if you get, if you get it to the end of this and it's, you're all clear, then don't call us. We'll call Yeah, I'm not, I'm not real sure. Uh, I don't see why they would. Yeah, I mean, point. there's no, at this point, you've sort of made your, your position pretty clear. Uh, but I mean, you know, look, we're talking about something that's going to take, you know, potentially, you know, a year. I mean, you, you consider it an unnecessary, it's not a disaster. There's nothing disastrous. Yeah, I, I, I would have cut him a long time ago. I would have. That's fine, but it's not a disaster. It's, whatever. It's, yeah, it's a is disaster it for Mikey Williams. Mikey Williams is a disaster. Like, he is Mikey a disaster. Mikey Williams is a disaster. Because at the end of the day, like, the situation that he put himself in here, I, I mean, with, with the opportunities that he had, it is just, uh, it, it is hard to fathom. It is hard to fathom. And, uh, you know, his attorney was like, if these, if these young men and women would have never showed up, he'd never be in this situation. He'd be playing millions. He'd be playing for millions of dollars in basketball. How about uh, if you're, you know. And you're, shot at them. Right. How about if your client uh, who grew up in a, in a, in a you know, upscale uh, San Diego, you know, neighborhood didn't pretend to be a, a gangster? How about that? How about, how about if he never did that and got immersed in a gun culture that he ain't really authentically a part of, that he wouldn't be in this? How about that? You know, it's just a joke. Uh, and uh, again, it's the jaw thing. It's like, it, to me, it's the same thing. It, it's like, you know, you ain't really about that. You ain't from that. And, and you, you know, you know, you, you listen to rap and you want to be part of the culture and like, look where it lands you. John Morant's going to miss the first 25 games of the NBA season. You're going to not play at Memphis and, and probably never anywhere else. Uh, for what? Because you want to project an image. You know, it's just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. You know, you, and I, I you know, it, it just, it, it's, it's, it's a stain, really, on our uh, on our society. <laughs> um, why did Curtis Givens go to pick LSU over Memphis? Yeah, I mean, I think they were pretty clear about it. I mean, I think LSU offered some things that other schools didn't. I mean, I think the they NIL— They weren't clear about that at all. They well, said no, he, came it was on, he came on our show. He came on our, on our show before the decision and talked about how, you know, the SEC offers much more, and, and, you know, in terms of NIL packages and things like that. I mean, uh, the reality is, is that, you know, I— I, I get it. He literally, so he, on your show. He said, he mentioned Texas specifically, but he said, you know, a lot of these schools are offering money that you can't even dream of, you know, and that's not, that's not something we've ever been heard did Memphis accused persuade, of. Did you persuade, did it persuade you, but you still thought he was going to pick Memphis? I did. I did. I thought ultimately the, the, the sort of connections there would, would be enough, um, but they were not. Uh, and it's pretty clear. It's just the size of the package. Yeah. 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 I mean, and here's the thing. That's why I tell. How do you begrudge someone that? Can't, don't. And, uh, you know, here's the thing, you know, I don't know the figures, okay, but let's just sort of do back of the envelope math. Let's right? do some back of the envelope math. Let's say that, let's say that, uh, and again, totally making these numbers up, sort of. Let's say that LSU came with 500 or 450 or something like that, yeah. right? And, and, and Memphis came with, I don't know, 150, you know, 200, like half of that, right? Well, <clears throat> why don't you just go ahead and take the 450 or whatever the number is from LSU first, and then if it doesn't go well, you can always circle back and pick up that two hundred next year at Memphis. <laughs> right. So you've what you've done is you've you've picked up six hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? I'm saying through the transfer portal, you've picked up six hundred fifty thousand dollars, okay? Because they pay in the transfer portal too. NIL happens for transfers as well. So you've picked up six hundred fifty thousand dollars, okay? So you've picked up more in the short term, in the immediate, and you can always most likely circle back after a year of development, after you become a better basketball player, mentally, physically, emotionally, and, and you can pick that thing. up on the back end. And if it does go well, then you, Sure, go with the NBA or Curtis whatever. Givens is not 
it's one thing if you are a lock to go to the NBA, if you are Victor Wembanyama, right? And you know you're going to be getting your millions and millions and millions. Curtis Givens is a good player. Yeah, good player. Lots of good players don't make the NBA. Most don't make the NBA. So if you have a chance to pick up, what were our hypothetical numbers? 600 versus 150? I would always pick the 600. Always. In, 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 in fact, uh, that's a, I'm going to suggest that to all of you all out there yes. right now. Not if that you I think that like many people had a decision, but yes. Between 600 or 150, my advice to you would be to take the 600. Absolutely. You know, Alaska, you know, Wyoming, Idaho, whatever. I mean, I, <laughs> you'd put a, put a – there's a, probably some places in the world I wouldn't do that right now. But, but you know, generally speaking, yes. Uh, it, and I'm White Station math, but I, I do know You're that White Station 600 math. is more than, you know, 150. So, yeah, <laughs> it, it's just – it's the here and now. You, look, it, it's like a – it's like a – what's the old sort of um, – you know, the old proverb, right? You, you love something, let it go, it'll come back to you, if, yeah. whatever, I don't know. So let him go and, and, and see the world and it's, make if, some money. What it is, is if you love something, let it go. Yeah. If it comes back to you, it's exactly. yours. If and not, I think there's a pretty good chance, be... uh, based on the way that college basketball works, one in three guys transfers, I think Penny's got a one in three chance of one day coaching Curtis Gibbons in Memphis. So uh, you never know. It could, it, could, it could work out in the end. Um, Memphis Tulane. Yeah. I saw you in... Frank, we're going back and forth. Yes. Uh, over at the Daily Memphian, yeah, there's a piece over there. Biggest game of the Ryan Silverfield era? It is, and I don't even think it's close. Uh, and, and it's not it's not, it's not, not big in the sense of, like, the AAC race because it's, you know, it's early. A lot of stuff can happen, you know. Uh, obviously, it sort of sets up pole position, but other than that, it's really early. What I think this game is absolutely vital for um, is is the symbolism. The um, symbolism. Yeah, the symbolism of, of what this game means for Ryan Silverfield. This, to me, is the game where Ryan Silverfield tells his fans, his naysayers and his supporters, what this program is going to be under him. Is it going to be a program that's like going to win six to seven, maybe eight games every few years in a watered-down, awful league and really never really competes? Or is it going to be one of those teams that can pull off an upset at home as a four-and-a-half-point underdog? That line has moved, hasn't it? It has. It's, it's moved, moved towards Tulane. Towards Tulane, correct. It has. Some sharp money did come in on, on Tulane minus three, but that's all right. It's, it's, they only hit 56% of the time. You know? so, so Who hits? The Sharps. The, the quote-unquote Sharps. The Sharps the world. hit 56% of the time? Yeah. Best, best in the world. 56 to 58 you know, and the sharp money has come in on the Tulane. sharp money has come in absolutely on uh, on, on Tulane at three and a half at at three. Uh, and I would say yes, there is a difference. I mean, just because they like a number at three doesn't mean they like a number at five. But but that's irrelevant to this discussion. This is where Ryan Silverfield sort of sets the tone for what Memphis is going to look like under him. Is it going to be a contending team in the AAC? Or AAC's? is he full of s? Or is he, as Billy would say, for the best? You know, so Stop I mean, disrespecting me, bro. Look, this is at home, okay? This is against an unranked Tulane team. Um, you know, th- this is as good a chance to me as Memphis is going to have. You know, to sort of take hold and and and, and wrest control of the AAC. I mean, this is this is the best chance you could ask for. I mean, you're it's up to you. You know, you don't need help from SMU. You don't need help from UAB. It's up to you. You 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 decide your own fate in this game on Friday night. It's on Friday night. It's a standalone game. You've had a you're coming off a bye week. So are they, of course. But you've had it's where they put down their stake, much like the Raiders did just the other night. Oh yeah, 
How what what a stick that was. That was impressive. The beating the hell, you know, beating the just dog you, crap you, out you of them. You can't. You you can't beat the Raiders nine times in a row. <laughs> nah, I'll tell you what, that you is. Know? You can't do it. Not not the green, not the legendary Green Bay Packers can't beat and, the Raiders. And, and we have th- this is the thing Are you that you can't. Against them? See, I rooted against them. It was, a, it, was de- it was a devastating night for me. <laughs> I, I was out at the uh, I, was, I was at the park yesterday. I was just wearing a Raiders. I was wearing a Raiders sweatshirt, and I was with my my daughter. And uh, there were people on the on the bench. And they go, guys, win last night. And I said, yeah, sadly, they didn't understand. Right. They didn't get it. No, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, they didn't yeah. get it. But yeah, like that's the thing you can't quantify with the Raiders is we have big balls. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.